Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. Hey, this is Brenda with Alive and Active Life. And right at the beginning of this episode, I want to make a bet. I bet your life is like mine. We are different as individuals, yet surely there are some similarities. Let's start here. Is your life ever filled with challenges and difficulties? Losses? Any disappointments? Have you ever been pierced with tragedy? Have you ever experienced health issues? If you've lived several decades, you likely have more questions now than when you were younger, right? You might have had some seasons of unexpected, undeserved poundings. Your sufferings may be from someone else's terrible choices. So what do you think? Any of that sound familiar? Is your life like mine? I could add even more to all of that, but I won't. Why? Because although there is more I could add, and, you know, life's hardships, the trials and the challenges, there is another similarity also true for your life and mine. Our lives are filled with God's blessings all the time, every day. So many things to enjoy, from relationships to creation to adventures to pleasures to advancements. The best blessings come from God Himself, and the greatest is God's presence. These all coexist alongside our difficulties. The person who is conscious of God and His blessings is the person who does well even in a broken world. This person gives thanks always. They set the pace. So I ask you again, is your life like mine? Are you enjoying God's blessings around you? Couple of questions to lead into today's content. One, what blessings coexist in your life alongside your troubles? List them. Two, do you give thanks often for your blessings? Three, are you setting the pace by how you perceive your blessings? And four, do you have an alive and active life? You know, it is challenging enough to figure out who you are, but then to figure out who God is, well, that seems impossible. What would you think if I told you that you can do both? Of course, your knowledge, your conclusions, and your understanding will be limited, but you can know yourself and God much better than you do now, no matter how well you know both of you right now. First, let's talk about God. The Apostle Paul presents a good picture of God. He calls Him the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the Only God, from 2 Timothy 1 verse 17. Those are lots of big, significant words. They're even a bit difficult to digest. But still, those words are a life changer. In fact, they're a world changer. It helps to realize that these words are the beginnings of adventure, of new growth, 
and increased understanding. So, rather than seeing those words as a threat, welcome them into your life as a new opportunity to know God. He has invited you, and He wants to be all those great and powerful things as you let Him live inside you. But Paul doesn't stop with those big concepts about God. He adds qualities more common to our thinking. For example, what ideas would come to your mind if you considered how to interact with such a great person? Well, I'd like to start with gratitude, respect, and allegiance due to such a great king. Well, sure enough, Paul introduces these new words to help honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. And that is from verse 17 of that same chapter. You can actually give honor and glory to God. All those great things that we said about Him, you can connect with those things and interface with them in a very real and practical way. Have you figured out who you are? Are you willing to get to know God better? How much adventure, new growth, and increasing understanding are you welcoming into your day? Let's unpack some of this. It's critical to be able to wrap your arms around these concepts at least long enough to begin the journey of discovery. Let's start with God. Remember we said that Paul um, described him as the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the Only God. Well, that God, that person, died for you because He loves you. He is powerful enough to rise from the dead, which he did for you. In addition, he calls you to himself to live as a close and personal friend to him. When you trust Jesus for salvation and forgiveness, you become part of his family, a royal heir, with all his kingdom rights and resources available to you. So, you see that God isn't just those untouchable great out there words, he is very much interested in your life and wants to invest in you. God wants to help you unpack your life as well as his own life, which is made available for you. This intimate bond is the original design from before creation. God loves you. He made the human race for himself. His children we are. But he also gave each person a free will to decide if they want to be his child. No forcing. So, are you remembering that God loves you and that Jesus died for you? Do you remember that every morning? Do you live like you are a close personal friend to God? Is your identity secure as a member of the royal family? The original design is an unthinkable reality. No one is worthy of that gracious, generous offer. Not you, not me. Scripture says that we were once enemies of God by our own choosing. Romans 5 verse 10 and Colossians 1 verse 21. In fact, let's call it what it is. We're sinners. Bad people with bad hearts. 
But God showed us mercy and kindness through Jesus for our ignorance and unbelief. He built a bridge over our bad choices. This mercy and grace is not just given to us, it is quite literally poured out into our lives abundantly. The only missing piece is receiving. Have you opened your life to receive from God like a flower opens to the rays of the sun? In a broken, pounding world, God shares His great resources to fill failing hearts with love, faith, and hope. This is your new reality in Christ every day. The cross changed the landscape so people could change sides from the enemy's side to God's side. No longer chained slaves to evil, we are now royal heirs. Simple, sincere repentance and faith in Jesus gives you forgiveness of sins, resurrection from the dead, and eternal life. Plus, you get his dear friendship. Friendship with this great king. What a jackpot. So, have you crossed over the bridge that Jesus built so you can be forgiven? Are you opening to God each day like a flower opens to the sun? And do your choices prove that you are a friend of God or an enemy? As you take in Jesus each day, He pours His life and power into your fragile heart, even in these contemporary difficult times. His own heart is strong and steady. He is extravagantly gracious, causing the sun to rise on the righteous and the unrighteous. Matthew 5.45 He is loving and kind toward all He has made. Psalm 145.9 So, having identified his goodness, I can safely say that your life, indeed, is like mine. It is filled with an undeserved future, powerful resources, daily delights, and unfathomable friendship with God. If you are alert, humble, and thankful, you will notice many blessings that coexist alongside the difficulties in your life. In free countries, it's hard to think of daily battle. Yet every day, you need to fight to hold on to your faith. Work hard to keep a good conscience. Navigate life's waters without shipwreck. Jesus said in John 16.33, In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. He gave you the heads up. As you troubleshoot through life's hardships, please remember and cherish the coexisting good that's all around you. God has not abandoned you. Does your heart feel fragile? Have you responded to Jesus' invitation to live inside His love and kindness? Why not spend time each day identifying more of God's goodness in your life? List some things. And how about this? Are you taking heart in your troubles because Jesus has overcome the world? Do you do that? Literally choose to take heart in your troubles 
because Jesus said he promised that he's overcome the world. We always provide some application thoughts and questions to every episode. And the interesting thing is the first part uh, that we're going to talk about for your application is all of the questions that I've asked you all throughout this content. I'm going to list them here again for your convenience. So here, the first set of questions, and those had to do with the uh, pace of life and if your life really is like mine, and it is. So number one is what blessings coexist in your life alongside your troubles? Two is do you give thanks often for them, those blessings? Three, are you setting the pace by how you perceive your blessings? And four, do you live an alive and active life? Okay, the next set of questions, there's three of them, has to do with God and your life. Let's go through those again. Number one, have you figured out who you are? Two, are you getting to know God better every day? Three, how much adventure, new growth, and increasing understanding are you welcoming into your day every morning? Okay, those were the next three questions, and we're going to talk about then the next question of unpacking God and your life. That's a little bit hard. Unpacking God is impossible, but we are given that incredible privilege to do. So unpacking God and your life, there are three more questions. Let's take a look again. Are you remembering that God loves you and that Jesus died for you? Number two, do you live like you are a close personal friend to God? If not, why not? Three, is your identity secure as a member of the royal family? Alrighty, and then there's another section where we had some questions and it talked about friend or enemy. Here are those three questions. Have you crossed over the bridge that Jesus built so you can be forgiven? Number two, are you opening to God each day like a flower opens to the sun? And number three, do your choices prove that you are God's friend or his enemy? And then the last section had four questions, and it talked about your fragile heart. So here are those four questions. One, does your heart have a fragile component to it with what you're going through right now? Do you feel fragile? Number two, have you responded to Jesus's invitation to live in his love and kindness? That's right, living right inside God's love and kindness. It's a faith thing. Number three, why not spend time each day identifying more of God's goodness in your life and list those things? Keep them in front of you. Number four, are you taking heart? It's a choice. Are you taking heart in your troubles? Because Jesus said he has overcome the world. Ponder those things. Record your answers. Those are several different groups of questions that have to do with different ideas. You can stick those things in your device. You can put them in your journal. Jot down your difficulties, your trials, and your painful losses, and then jot down all your blessings. I bet you'll find that your life is 
like mine. Your life gives you the privilege to focus on God's blessings more than on your troubles. Trust God in your hardships. Claim His promises. Obey Him. This will keep your heart alive in His hope, and you will have an alive and active life. Just a note to tell you that the content from today's episode is taken from my book, More Epistles for an I Generation, and from 2 Timothy 1, verses 12 through 20. You can find this book on our website. It is a fabulous study book that takes you through most of Paul's epistles and applies practical application for everyday living, because your life is very like mine. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources including books and ebooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.